Welcome to episode 26 of the Moms That Lead podcast. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership coach. This is the second episode in our peace series as we seek to finish off this crazy year strong. If you missed the last episode, I encourage you to pause this one and go listen to the last one. I included two activities, one for home and one for work, that you can use to be a more focused leader and a more focused team during this unusual holiday season. Speaking of the holiday season, this past weekend I saw a lot of posts about people putting up their holiday lights, even before we have reached Thanksgiving in the U.S. Most captions under those posts read, Just need a little extra joy this year. I get it. And there's nothing wrong with desiring extra joy. As long as it's not a superficial glossing over of the losses that we've all experienced this year. The fact is that this year has been full of chaos and full of loss. So how do we as leaders help ourselves and help others to finish it with peace and with purpose? That's what we're going to talk about today. Whether you've experienced personal losses that make the holiday season particularly painful, or if your team has experienced losses like loss of staff or unmet expectations, my hope is that this episode will give you the steps for leading with resilience so that you can finish off this year with peace and purpose. You've probably heard a lot about resilience this year, but in case you haven't, Just a reminder, the dictionary defines resilience as the human capacity to meet adversity, setbacks, and trauma, and then recover from them in order to live life fully. So yes, I think resilience is something that we need a lot of this year, and I hope that the steps that we talk about in this episode will help you to develop and to lead with resilience. But before we get there, here's a brief intro in case you're new here. Hey there, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. I made this podcast just for you. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Okay, so the first step to leading with resilience so that we can finish out the year with peace and purpose is simple, but probably the most difficult. It's the one that we'd often prefer to skip over. And that is acknowledging the loss. It's allowing ourselves and our teams to go through the stages of grief, no matter if the losses were big or small. Yes, even what we may view as small losses require us to sit with them and acknowledge them. I remember earlier this year having this lesson hit me hard. It was early in the pandemic, 
when everything had shut down. And to be honest, I was getting a little annoyed with my kids complaining about not being able to go to their activities or see their friends. Did I raise them to be that inconsiderate? When people were dying, that they were complaining about their small losses? But then I was listening to David Kessler, a grief expert, on Brene Brown's Unlocking Us podcast. And he said, the biggest loss is your loss. And then they went on to discuss how for many kids, these losses of activities might be the biggest losses that they'd ever experienced and how important it was to acknowledge them and resist the urge to compare them to other losses if we wanted them to be able to move through them in a healthy way. There goes my Parent of the Year award. Acknowledging loss and sitting with it stinks and can be quite painful, but it's really the only way for us to move forward in a healthy way. So what does that look like? Well, let's look at it from a team perspective first. So say you have a team who's had to do layoffs or has had exciting projects canceled. As a leader, maybe acknowledging those losses just consists of you pulling everyone together. Or if it's better for your team, talking with them individually or in smaller groups. Either way, you want to give them the space to express their sadness and frustration. You could kick it off by acknowledging that you know how hard this time has been and then naming some of the losses that they've experienced. Many times, employees who are spared in layoffs may feel what's called survivor's guilt. So it's important to give them an opportunity to express that too. There are two keys to the success of acknowledging the loss with your team. First, there must be trust that you are there for them when they're ready to acknowledge and that you're there to listen without judging. And second, there must be a plan for moving past the acknowledgement of the losses. It's important to take time to grieve, but it's also important to plan for how to move through it. Similarly, if you're working on acknowledging a personal loss so that you can move through this time with peace and purpose, it's about allowing yourself to feel the pain, to mourn. That might be allowing yourself to yell in grief, as I know that I've done many times in the past 12 years since I lost both my parents to cancer. Even though I'd prefer to push down or stuff those emotions, I learned the importance of acknowledging these emotions earlier in my life. One practice that I really like is called the welcoming prayer. It involves welcoming the feelings that you are having, paying attention to how they're making your body feel, and praying that you can heal from them. I'll link a resource in the show notes in case you're interested about learning more. Okay, so the first step, whether we're talking about team losses or personal losses, is to acknowledge those losses, to take time to sit with them. But as I said, although that stage is incredibly important, it's also important not to stay there forever. So the second step for leading with resilience so that we can finish the year with peace and purpose is to come back to your center, to remember what's most important to you and to your team. That's why the purpose work that we do to help you find clarity on your strengths, passions, and values is so important. So that when you go through hard times, when you experience loss, you have something to go back to, something to stand on. When we are going through hard times, whether collectively or individually, knowing our why can be immensely helpful. For example, I've coached a woman who has had to lead her team through company downsizing. That downsizing came with everything you'd expect. Increased workload, 
anxious employees, lack of resources. But after acknowledging the cruddy situation she was in and allowing time to vent about the losses and her less-than-ideal working situation, we were able to revisit why she was even in that job. We came back to her affinity for developing people and for solving challenging problems. It became clear that her current situation actually could be a hidden opportunity for really digging into that purpose. If we're looking at the second step on a personal note, whether you've lost someone close to you or experienced losses in your way of doing things this year, take some time to ground yourself in your purpose. Remember what you're fighting for each day, what gift you've been given to contribute to this world. There is something unique that only you can contribute. And although you may not be able to do it in the same way or with the same person that you were able to do before that loss, you are still meant to do it. I'm not saying you should speed past the pain of acknowledging the loss. In fact, grief goes in cycles, and we're going to have to go through the acknowledging phase many times over. But when you're ready, focusing on meaning and purpose can help you to move forward. After acknowledging the loss and coming back to your center or purpose, the next step is to find ways to let what was best about what you lost live on. For example, at work, maybe you lost the funding and ability to do a really cool project you were excited about. But is there another way that you could take what the team liked best about that project and incorporate it into the work that you are still doing? For personal losses, this may be a little bit easier. I think of my sister who has a tradition on my parents' birthdays to celebrate them by going to eat at their favorite restaurants. So for my mom... That was a fried chicken restaurant. And it's not so much about the food. That's not what she's allowing to live on through that tradition. But it's about the fun-loving nature of my mom. About the smiles that we saw when she was eating that. And how she brought those smiles to so many people in many ways during her life. For my dad, he always loved to eat at Panera. And I know for me... Having breakfast or lunch with him at Panera was a time that we got into some really deep and meaningful conversations that have formed a lot of my beliefs today. So just the simple act of continuing the tradition of eating at those favorite restaurants year after year on their birthdays really helps us to remember what was best about them and to help that to live on. Finally, the last step to leading with resilience so that you can finish this year with peace and purpose is to find those supports around you that lift you up. I was having a conversation with a friend. She's in a challenging situation with the type of work that she is forced to do now. Um, It's another situation where there's been some downsizing. And she was feeling a little bit frustrated about the type of work that she had to do about the attitudes of people around her, and just in general about the bleakness of the situation. And a metaphor came to my mind as we were talking. I called all of that the swamp. We talked about those bad attitudes and maybe the less than desirable type of work. And we talked about how that was kind of like the muck in the swamp that you could get stuck in. We also talked about rocks. Rocks are those supports that help lift you out of that situation. So whether that be as simple as a conversation with someone who always lifts you up or work that 
you do like to do and that inspires you, or inspirational podcasts. Those things can lift you up and get you out of the less than desirable parts of your day. One example of how I've used this is I was very intentional about scheduling an opportunity to volunteer in my community after I knew I was going to be having a political debate uh, with someone because those political conversations can sometimes tend to bring me down a little bit. But I knew the act of getting out and serving others would lift me up right after it. So what are your rocks? Yes, you might be going through some hard times. I think everyone is now. But what are those moments in your day that you know you can rely on to lift yourself up? And how can you strategically plan those throughout your day so that they can get you through the tougher parts of your day? Because when you are lifted up, that will also help to lift up your team and those whom you're leading. So there you have it. Four steps to help us lead with resilience so that we can finish the year with peace and purpose. First, make sure you don't skip over the acknowledgement of the loss. Take some time to really feel the pain and to be honest about how sad you are about that loss. But then go to number two. Go back to your center, your why or your purpose, and ground yourself in that. Remember what you're fighting for each day. And if you need some help in gaining clarity on that, we're always here to help you identify your strengths, your values, and your passion so that you can be really clear on what that purpose is. In fact, I have an exciting announcement coming on December 2nd that is going to speak to a new way to do just that. So after acknowledging and grounding yourself in your purpose, Step three is to let the best of what you lost live on. So whether that be a person that you've lost and you want to let their best qualities and the best memories that you have with them live on to inspire you as you move forward, or whether that be the unique qualities of a project that you lost at work, find a way to let the best of what you lost live on. And finally, number four, find those rocks in your life. What helps you to have a more positive outlook? What inspires you? What types of conversations or encounters do you just know will make you feel better and help you to move forward? Find a way to fit those into your schedule at strategic points in your day that will help you to survive what may seem like a swamp right now that you're living through. Do you have a story of leadership resilience to share? I'd love to hear from you. Come visit me on Instagram at wearemomsthatlead. I answer all of my DMs, and I love to have conversations with you. And then join us next week as we wrap up our Peace series. I'm excited to bring to you my conversation with author and amazing mom to five, Marielle Melling. She'll be on to talk to us about finding peace in the messiness of life, which happens to be a great topic the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. As always, thank you for listening. I feel so honored and blessed that I get the opportunity to talk to you each week. And if you've found these episodes to be helpful, please share them with one or two friends. And be sure to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, as that really helps the podcast to become visible to even more moms that are out there leading. And as I mentioned earlier, don't forget that we have a big announcement coming on the December 2nd episode about an exciting new way that you can work directly with me and connect with other moms that lead 
to take your leadership to the next level in the new year. Until next time, lead with love.